Hey, welcome back to Thoughts and Opinions Are Our Own. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kirk. Kirk, uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while, Jordan. I know the world keeps turning. Uh, it sure does. Is, is it Ferris Bueller? Ferris Bueller. <laughs> he says life moves pretty fast, and I would have to agree for that. <laughs> You know that's probably oh, that's that's probably one of my all-time favorite movies is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. There's a lot of like there's some deep stuff in there, and then obviously there's some funny things and good music, and so he's so clever. He is very clever. I obviously. like the sister too because she knows she's, she's the tough. only yes. person. Yes. Uh, you have a, you have two sisters. I have a sister. So yeah, yeah. Mm, sisters. Yeah, yeah. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. We'll but you there. know you know what I've been getting for today's podcast? What numbers? The numbers. Yes. A certain number in particular. Yes. What? 99. 99. The number 99. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Ah. Uh, the, well, some people consider him. Uh, the, the GOAT. The, the GOAT. Greatest of all time. Uh, professional hockey player uh, from Edmonton Oilers. And then, he, and then he went to LA Kings and St. Louis Blues and New York Rangers, I think. There oh, you go. Wow. There's your Wayne okay. Gretzky. Uh, okay. Trivia. Trivia. There you go. But he was number 99. Okay. And uh, I don't I don't know the, the thinking behind it. But yeah, he, he, I remember he, that was his number, 99 growing up. Um, I know in pop culture, the, <laughs> yes. is it 99 Red Balloons by Nina? Yeah. There, that, there's there's a throwback. She sings it in English and I think in English German. or German. There you go. You got that version. Song. And then, of course, uh, Prince. Yeah. Prince saying, we're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, I do not remember that. I no? was four years old. Okay. <laughs> I remember Y2K for the older people. Uh, people thought literally the world was going bananas and it almost did. Uh, as we turned into 2000, but I remember that night. I remember the world was just huh. celebrating, turning into not from 1999 to 2000. And yeah. What's that? Jay Z has. Jay Z has 99 problems. 99 problems. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Well, we're gonna keep it clean. So okay. uh, there you go. Speaking of keeping it clean, let's let's bring in that scripture verse from the Bible. Because, in the Bible, yeah. Uh, our Christian background. Uh, <laughs> there's that song. He leaves the 99 to go get. He the leaves one. the 99, goes after the one. Okay. And then in. Uh, the book of Matthew in chapter 18, for those of you who want to look it up, verse 12, it says, What do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away? Will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wanders off? Yes, I think. Um, we got deep right there. I think that is. <laughs> I think, no, that's very good because, yeah. you know, I think, and you know, I think. All of us, it there's there's a moment in time where like okay, listen, you know my social battery's getting a little low. Yeah. Oh um, yes. I've, I've been giving <laughs> and that. giving, and you know it's okay. It's okay for you know take a take a few moments or whatever, a day or two, go on vacation. Oh man, I, I wander every once in a while. <laughs> regroup, you know what? Regroup because you've been around a lot of people, and maybe you know again it's giving, and it can be kind of a you lot. Know, it, it's just a lot of giving, and I like to be by myself sometimes. But then I think, I think. I think it can cross over into uh, it, it can cross into a danger area because when you're with other people, here, here's here's one positive thing. When you are many positive things, but one of the positive things is when you're with other people, a large group of people. There's a sense of community. Oh yeah. There's a sense of helping each other out. There's a sense of accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm, and that's good. hey, let's not do that. Huh, that's not the smartest, you know, uh, 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 choice to make right and now. And your team. And you're part of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you play sports. I play sports. I coach sports. So I like that whole team mentality. We're all yeah. We're all in this together. We're all trying to have a common goal. But I think when you go off by yourself, again, unless it's just a few days, you know, regroup, refresh, and then come back, 
I think if you go out by yourself for too long, that's when uh, people can start feeling like isolated. Mm -hmm. People can start feeling kind of down on themselves. They can feel uh, lonely. Yeah. And uh, and then you know to take it even uh, you know a, a, another step. Yeah. They they start having like those inner thoughts of like darkness and mm. depression or oppression mm -hmm. and then you know suicide. So don't want to get too you know too terribly dark here but but I thought yeah I, I like your idea of you know we should be looking out for the one who strays away strays away uh, for a little bit too long. Yeah. Like again you got to go be yourself be yourself for a few days whatever. But if you haven't heard from someone in a while or yeah. you can sense like you're sensing a coworker or someone in your social orbit yeah. who's really kind of pulling away from the pack and you're sensing uh-oh this this uh there's some red flags there so mm -hmm. um i know you and i have both had some times in our lives or a season or months you know where <laughs> we have gone through some tough times and did you would, did you want to share yeah, so what was that about nine years ago uh <laughs> that was that was kind of a dark uh wandering away moment um, basically I was a junior in high school. I tore my ACL and I had to do that whole song and dance. So I had to go to the doctor. Well, the how, did you, how did you tear your ACL? What, what oh, happened? I, it was the most stupidest thing. Uh, I was at volleyball and it, the element, the practice was not going in the way I thought it was. And, um, I tore it in the most like fluke accident. This is for your high school volleyball team. Yeah. Okay. I, I lost the ball in the light and I overran and I felt my whole leg lock up. Mm. Um, and I heard this popping noise, uh -oh. very similar to like, you know, when you crack your knuckles. Um, and I was like, Oh no big deal, whatever. But when I, when I, I knew I was in trouble when I fell and then when I couldn't get back up and pain just like shot all through my leg, then I was like, uh Oh, we may have a problem here. Um, so then, uh, like, there's literally, like, five minutes left, and then I, d I wasn't driving yet, so it... Oh, yeah, mom and I, yeah. And it was my right knee, so it threw everything off, so it threw my driving off, I remember I was worried about homecoming, and I'm like, oh, no, the crutches and the brace. So you had to go on the crutches, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then I had to get the MRI, and then all those doctor's appointments, and then... Surgery. Surgery, yeah. and then physical therapy before and after, yeah. and then that whole surgery experience could be another podcast. Okay. But I just remember, and then I switched schools, and I remember... You switched high schools. I switched high schools. I, I did it three times, but this is a whole, that's that's another a whole pod. other podcast. Oh, okay. But during that time, uh, it, the the season was actually winter, so it was very dark outside. Mm. It was very snowy, and yeah. it was very reflective of how I felt on the inside. I did feel very alone because no one knew what I was going through with the whole ACL thing. I didn't know anyone who had had surgery at you know sixteen, seventeen, who had to do this. I was. But like all the other athletes had very minor injuries that I was aware of, or it was an ankle or a shoulder. So, I mean, they couldn't really talk to me about the knee. Um, hated the physical therapist. <laughs> I know his name. I see his face. We won't call him out. We will not call him out. Let's just say I think I was one of his very first patients. He was new. He was fresh okay. out of his program. Okay, he was trying. His My best. favorite physical therapist, uh, he was into hockey. He was an older guy. Mm. I know him. He knew who, who he is. Big shout out to him. God bless him. Um, yeah. he, he, but he was more experienced. And so I liked him. And then I did the other physical therapist. She was a lady. So she was a little more gentle, a little nicer. Mm. Um, I hated, I forget the name, but basically there was this machine and they would hook it up to, they would put little stickers on me and they would hook it up and they would shock the electro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the to get the yeah, muscle yeah, yeah, going yeah. again because yeah. I 
wasn't doing what they wanted. But with all of that, like the pain, like the physical pain, and then just like going through all of that, that was just very, very hard. And I'll admit, I thought of some very, very dark things. I remember that time. I it, it was so tough. Being your dad and yeah. driving you, like you said, because you weren't driving. So I had to drive you to school. I had yeah. to drive you to those physical therapy uh, appointments. Yeah. And I remember that winter, it was a lot of snow and cold. I was yep. here in Michigan. And it was tough. It was tough yep. to see you on crutches. I remember um, falling on the crutches. I remember uh, yeah, it was, being a threat yes. and having just a bad attitude about it the whole time. I hated that crutch. I hated that brace. But it was a very nice brace. I think um, I think of my – there was the fall of uh, my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. This is fall of 1988, which is a long, long Mine time ago. 2012. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, I I had moved out of the house mm-hmm. to go to school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, about a thousand miles away from here in Michigan, and uh, thought it was the right decision at the time. And uh, by January of '89, uh, I was coming home mm. for various reasons. Yeah. But but yeah. I remember that fall. I remember that fall being away from home, trying to make friends. Of course, in college. Right. Yeah. Classes kind of weren't going well. Mm. Um, I just was kind of feeling on my own. Yeah. And then, you know, probably didn't make some wise decisions. Um, and But I do remember that. I remember feeling like, oh gosh, like school has now become kind of this, not this dark thing for me to do, but just, but I was living there because I was at school yeah. and I was living at school yeah. and I was living with other college freshmen and they they seemed to know what they were doing they seemed to have it all figured out and they seemed to like I didn't have a car so I was kind of stuck on campus and they I tried to get rides occasionally to go to the grocery store or whatever and they seemed happy and they whatever had a girlfriend and I did it I just you know just you know it just sounds but it was like but it was like but I remember that I remember the fall of 1988 it was and then you know and I had to get through that and then get through the winter of 88 89 and moving back to Michigan and, and then come up with a plan b so, uh, okay, so my question to you then, Jordan, sure. and, and to me and to our, of Listeners. course, listening audience is when we go through a hard time, how do we then, you know, turn that into a positive? So how do you turn a frown upside down and <laughs> what what have we learned from those dark times? Well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> Share one or two things. Sure. Um, I have learned that in a very strange way, the whole ACL thing has actually led to my job that I have now and it's open doors that I honestly never really imagined like five ten years ago um it did change my path that you know my whole life I was like I'm going down this path and then you know I did take a little mini detour but now I feel like oh maybe I was supposed to go down you know the right path instead of the left path and the little fork in the road kind of led me there um because of that I've been able to meet so many different people whether it's in high school, college. This is this work. is in the medical world. Yeah, in okay. the in the medical wor- world. Um, yeah. So in a weird way, I've been able to make those kind of connections and think about my future and, and the career. And now I'm able to help people, which is awesome. And I, I truly love to help people. Um, so it, it, it's a 180. And I, when I was going through all that, I mean, I'll admit it was very hard. I'm like, how am I gonna just you know mm-hmm. make it through the next day or the next like eight hours or when I was at school, I'm like, oh, right, I have physical therapy. And then the pain, you're like, oh, okay, you got to take the, you know, the medication. Mm-hmm. You're like every six. So, like, you, it's very, like, yeah, I don't know. You kind of get into that funk. But then once you kind of, like, get out of it, once you, you know, do the physical therapy, do the work, talk to people about it, 
Um, and when the weather changes, <laughs> the sun comes out, then, you know, your mood kind of kind of gets lifted up. But you have that experience, so you can talk to people about it. You can share it. And so then, you have sympathy and empathy for what they're going because you, went, you went through it yourself. Yeah, and then when people realize what you go through, then it, like you're able to connect with other people yeah. because I don't think everyone knows what you've gone through. Yeah. And same thing, like I don't know everything that everyone's gone through. And yeah. so just to be able to share your story, like, hey, I had this horrible thing go, or I experienced this horrible thing, whether it's tearing your ACL or being alone at college or... Yeah. Um, having a family member die or getting fired or moving back in with your parents because of certain life events or um, getting evicted or, you know, losing job or, you know, pick a thing. Um, the, the world, it's, it's a very dark and tough place sometimes. Sometimes it is. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think that's a challenge to all of us, you know, yeah. the two of us and our listening audience is to, you know, whenever, whenever we've gone through a dark time or a rough season yeah. um, to try to, so I like what you did. You, you, you try to put a positive spin on it yeah. and you realize now that you can help people who maybe have, fit, have had maybe a surgery mm-hmm. or a physical injury or problem or like, you know, right now working in the month or the, the medical world. Mm-hmm. And I know it like, you know, mental health is a big, you know, topic, hot topic, obviously the probably last 20 years, especially like um, in education, and I and I see that in my in my career, I yeah. see that uh, at, at a high school that I work with, uh, with kids with special needs as a parapro, when they get off the bus, I can look at their body language, and, and sometimes they tell me, you know, hey, Mr. Kirk, I, I really don't want to be here today. Yeah. I really don't want to be yeah. at school today, and so I try to you know I try to help them figure out, okay, well, you know, what's going on, and and I don't have like a degree in like you know <laughs> psychology, psychology or family therapy, you know, but right. but that is my job is to help them get through the day. Yeah. Um. Maybe they're viewing school as just like you know six six seven eight hours of just tough you know yeah a tough part of their uh, day that they don't really want to be there, and so you know I try to help them. I try to remember what it was like for me as a student mm, when I was going through good. a hard time. Um, even though it was in college compared to, you know, the high school students. So I think that's, again, the challenge for both of us in our listening audience is there, we probably, chances are we've all gone through something yeah, hard for or sure. challenge or a rough season and to, you try your best, you try to get through it and you try to, you know, support groups obviously are out there. You try to reach out and get help. And, but if you're one of the 99 and you're seeing that one person who's been a little kind of out, you know, by themselves for too long and you realize they're they're not just they're not just kind of taking yeah they're not just taking uh uh a time out you know uh they're they're it's 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 too long now we got to get them back in the in the fold uh so to speak so so yeah i like i like the idea of we're on this together and we're all here to help and hopefully again we use our backgrounds to uh, reach out because chances are someone's is going through something similar to what we went through uh, somewhere in our past. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can, you know, be that special person to bring them back into the, the group. And then, you know, you have the hundred all together. So, <laughs> does that make sense? That, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, everyone. Well, that was thoughts and opinions are our own. And hopefully we won't take a long hiatus next time. Hopefully not. <laughs> Rock and roll. Rock and roll.